Post 82 is brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know King's ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers. It shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the Game Time app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. There are tickets across all major leagues and teams, so head to the App Store or Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. The win they didn't deserve. <laughs> that was said a couple of times after this game, but guess what? A win you don't deserve still counts. This is Jason Jones of The Athletic bringing you your latest edition of Post 82. This is your throne room breakdown. We bring in all your Kings uh, questions, topics, issues, concerns, gripes, joys, pains, sorrows, all that stuff. Bring it before the throne to the throne room. We're going to break stuff down, chop it up. And what we got Wednesday night was a Kings victory, 94-93 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Kings trailed by 14 in this one. Rally in the fourth quarter. Get a big three from Bogdan Bogdanovich to, to prove to be the game winner. And some great defense from Rashawn Holmes in the fourth quarter. Going to touch on all that. But first, I just want to kind of start off by addressing what Luke Walton said post game about. This is a game they probably didn't deserve to win as a c- contrast to the Houston game, which, as you know, Nemanja Bialica very eloquently put it, Fuck it, we deserve this win. Kings, uh, first half of this game looked like a team coming off a road trip that had played three and four nights. Just didn't look, I mean, looked like looked two, three steps slow. Weren't getting back transition defense. Dennis Schroeder was looking like a dog on. Like, remember uh, when Dennis Schroeder got drafted, they were saying that he people were comparing him to Rondo. He looked like Rondo in the first half, a young Rondo with a jump shot, though. When he was getting to the paint, making things happen. The Kings just looked, like I said, two steps slow and not into it. But somehow, some way, the Kings got back into this game eventually to pull off the win. Because guess what? They played defense again. You know, that, you know, that other side of the ball, I know that uh, it's not something if you've been following the Kings for a while, you're used to seeing at this point because there hasn't been a lot of defense in the last few years. But defense won the Kings this game. So... Maybe they didn't deserve to win. They definitely earned the win because they defended. It wasn't some fluke bounce of the ball that got them the win. They earned this because they played defense, especially in the fourth quarter. And that's how they were able to pull this one off. So let's go ahead and just start. Let's start with this fourth quarter. This fourth quarter, I would like to call the Rashawn Holmes quarter. Yes, it was Buddy and Bogey making the big shots down the stretch. That's what you've come to expect from them. You know, big time threes, clutch threes, however you want to put it. You know, that's what you expect from those guys. But to me, the fourth quarter was Rashawn Holmes' quarter. And the best part about that was Rashawn didn't have a bunch of points in the fourth quarter. He wasn't like, you know, he got you know caught fire, hit for 10, 12 points. Rashawn had a grand total of four points in the fourth. Four. That's right, four. Didn't grab a rebound in the quarter, but his defense was, I mean, I mean, just outstanding. He had two steals. One of those steals for him led to a, you know, a breakaway dunk. Uh, just was uh, all over the place. And 
the kind of the key moment of the game is Rashawn Holmes against Chris Paul with a game on the line. And again, Rashawn was solid after the switch. You know, stayed in front of Chris, forced a uh, fadeaway jumper. Chris would say after the game that he got to his spot. He just didn't make the shot. But he also didn't make that shot in part. I'm going to say it's because Rashawn Holmes was there, got the hand up, played a good solid defense. And just really that play and just his whole fourth quarter illustrates why he's been so important to the Kings' success. He figured He's figured out how to impact games without necessarily having to score all the time. And the Kings haven't had that from that position I can't think of the last time they had a guy playing center whose main, maybe Samuel D'Alembert would be the guy who, who was in there primarily, uh, or I could say maybe Costa, but Costa Kufas wasn't getting the same type of run that Rashawn Holmes was getting. But he was able to impact the game on both ends just with his energy, with his effort. Like I said, it's, you know, two steals in the fourth. You know, the Kings had three steals in the fourth, two by him. The Kings forced six turnovers in the fourth. Held the Thunder to eight and nineteen shooting, and it was it was just I mean I'm just I continue to be impressed with Rashawn Holmes every time I watch him play. I mean he actually missed his little kind of his little lane push shot a couple of times, and when he misses that shot, I'm confused and dumbfounded because I've just come to expect it to go in. And then like I said, defensively all over the place, man. I can't say enough about what he's done, and he really has been the Kings. Uh, best bargain in free agency last year by far. Two years, $2 million for now who has become your starting center, a guy who has helped get your defense going in the right direction after so many years of being wayward. This defense is starting to look like something that you can be proud of over the last few weeks, and Rashawn's been a big part of that. So big props to him. And just what he was able to, what he's been able to accomplish the season. And again, just the defense he played, you know, he, he brings it every night. But that fourth quarter to me was a, just was special in a lot of ways, just because, you know, you're trying to you're trying to fight back into the game. You know, you're, you've been struggling most of the night. Boom, you get a steal. Those plays, the Kings clearly fed off of him. It allowed Buddy to finally get going. You know, Buddy got off to him. two of he was shooting two of eleven to start the game. Missed his first six shots. It was a struggle, but. Buddy came up big with eight points in that fourth quarter. Uh, Bo- Bogey was even better, nine points. But Buddy, get this, Buddy had three assists in the in the, uh, in the fourth quarter. Three assists, six for the game. And I'll, that'll allow me to transition to my next topic. Like I guess that I think I've given Rashawn enough praise for what he's done and he and what he did. But kind of this evolution of Buddy Hill we're seeing, you know, with with the injuries to De'Aaron. You know, Corey Joseph's back isn't all the way right. They're asking Buddy to do a lot of things he's never been asked to do before. You know, the days of Buddy just being a guy who could run down the court and wait for his shot, you know, and that's it. Right now, that's those days are over for, for, the, for right now. And, you know, Buddy's bringing the ball up the court. Buddy's starting the offense. They're still making, you know, that's, that's been one of the challenges. You know, Luke Walton's always talking about, or actually, Luke doesn't talk about it. The players talk about how Luke challenges them and, this is the challenge. This is what I want to see you do. And one of the challenges for Buddy is to be a playmaker. The way, when you can shoot the way Buddy can shoot and you can get hot the way he, he, he can, you got to be able to make plays on the double team when the team when the defense become aggressive with you. And it says Buddy had three assists in that fourth quarter, that last one going to bogey when, I mean, you got Chris Paul defending you and then they threw a double team in with Steven Adams. 
you know, and he figured out how to get, you know, get rid of the ball eventually. Fine, bogey, bogey, pump fakes, takes a step, boom, uh, uh, go ahead three with 17.4 to go. And those final seconds end up being Rashawn against Chris Paul. Rashawn wins, Kings win. So just on that alone, because we could say the Kings didn't deserve it. Well, I'll let Luke Walton say they didn't deserve it. I think Buddy Hilt said that happens. It probably was a game they didn't deserve. I'm going to say they deserved it just because I like the defensive effort that much that I'm going to say they deserve to win and props to them for what they were able to accomplish. The Kings now find themselves sitting at 10 and 13 on the season. Let's check that. My bad. 11 and 13 on the season. 11 and 8 since they're... They're a tragically bad 0-5 start. Now, as we look at the rest of this game, I don't, I don't know if I want to go much into the game per se, but I didn't even lead off with the biggest news of the actual day, which was Marvin Bagley making his return to the lineup. Marvin missed the last 22 games with a broken thumb. Some of you were mad at Marvin over the weekend because he said he wasn't going to come back till he felt 100%. You want to see Marvin get out there against the, against the Dallas Mavs. I know that's a lot of that is Kings fans wanting Marvin to go out there and play well to maybe quiet some of the the Kings should have taken Luka Doncic instead of Marvin Bagley talk. But I'll tell you right now, that's not going to happen. You're not going to quiet that talk. So just let Marvin live. And Marvin came off the bench, 11 points, six rebounds, and a block shot. Not bad in 23 minutes, considering he hasn't played in you know, a month and a half or so. And he was playing a lot of uh, backup five tonight. You know, the way the rotation is now, it's, it's a nine-man rotation with Marvin back. And in terms of the big men, that leaves Harry Giles and Dwayne Detman out. And Detman, you know, three-year, 40-million deal, but he's been beat out. He was beat out for that starting job by Holmes. And now with Bagley back. Bagley's going to take some of those uh, backup five minutes, so I don't know how you find time for Deadman or Giles or any other bigs really right now because Holmes is playing and they got to get Bagley out there. But Bagley said his hand felt good, you know, it didn't bother him, which is the reason why he waited to come back. He didn't want to come back with any issues or feeling kind of weird, like his thumb was hurting, that type of situation. I think this is a good way for Martin, a good game for Marvin to build on five of thirteen shooting. Only took one three. I think all those things will get better over time as he gets more acclimated the way the Kings are playing. You really get in tune with the defense. That was an area Marvin was expected to help improve a lot was with his uh, length and athleticism, help the team become a better defensive team. Maybe he studied some of what Rashawn's been doing. He can you know put that in his bag going forward. But, yeah, so Marvin said he felt good. That's a positive coming out the game. You know, kind of one of your big, if I was the Kings, one of my big fears would be Marvin comes back, someone smacks that hand again, and then it's then he's hurting. But you know that didn't that wasn't the case. Like I said, twenty three minutes off the bench. Expect that to probably go up, you know, more and more, and maybe we'll see uh, Luke Walton begin to work him back into that four spot. But right now, the way Belly has been shooting it, I mean, you didn't see it um, really today. Well, actually, you know, four, eight, two or three from three, five rebounds. In just 22 minutes. So, Bailey did shoot it okay today. But, I think eventually Marvin's going to get some minutes there as well. But right now, he to, uh, tonight, he was getting those minutes at the five spot. 
think if you uh, want to, this is something he can really build on. You got the Knicks coming up. The Knicks have a ton of power forwards. <laughs> so there's definitely should be time for Marvin to um, continue to uh, work to improve and get better on Friday. Which takes me to to that topic. I will cover it. Me and Kenny Caraway will cover it as well. But just want to say, you know, the, the Knicks did manage to beat the Warriors in San Francisco Wednesday night. That's not to, to say the Knicks are something to brag on because they beat the Warriors. We all know the Warriors are beat up, injured, worst team in the West. But this game will be a test because I want to see if the Kings learned their lesson from that Chicago game. The game where they kind of walked in and felt like they had it in the bag. You know, the Bulls are struggling. You know, the coach just benched Zach Levine a week ago. Maybe there's no cohesion because the Knicks are the Knicks right now. Fired David Fisdale, interim head coach, struggling team. Perfect recipe for the Kings to get embarrassed again at home. So let's see if the Kings come out with the same focus they had in the second half of Wednesday's game and just the way they've come out strong and all the games they've been able to do that. Well, that sounds kind of weird. The games they're able to come up strong and they're able to do it. But you know what I mean. Some of their their better games have, have been games where they started well. And I think that'll be big against the Knicks because you don't want to give that team any confidence. I mean, they've been, you know, I think you, you get a team like that down, they know what to do from there. They know to go ahead and say, you know what, it's on to the next city. So let's see if the Kings can make that happen. That's pretty much all I got from this game, you know. You know, it's uh, you know, the Kings dealt with a very good defensive unit out there going against the uh, Thunder. Chris Paul, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Dennis Schroeder, Stephen Adams. You got some top line defenders out there, and I thought that the, you know the Kings did well to get to where they were. They didn't shoot well, but they figured out they figured things out things to make this thing work. So. That's really all I got from the game. You know, this is Rashawn War Rashawn, sorry, this is Rashawn Holmes world that we live in. We're gonna have to go ahead and ride with that. Buddy Heald had another uh twenty point game, well twenty three. You know, shot nine of twenty four, not not what you want, but he was big when it mattered. And the Kings win ninety four ninety three over Oklahoma City Thunder. Thank you to Bogdan Bogdanovich if you're a Kings fan for that. Uh, go ahead, three with 17.4 to play. Oh, by the way, saw Rashawn Holmes jersey in the stands, so the man's still getting his props from the fans. It'll prove sure I, they appreciate that defense he played late. So, that's really all I got, y'all. This is Jason Jones of The Athletic, Throne Room Breakdown. Twitter is Mr. underscore Jason Jones. Instagram is Mr. Jones LBC. My uh, takes from... Wednesday's game are already up on the athletic website. You can check those out and said, be ready for another edition of the uh, throne room breakdown with myself and Kenny Caraway on Friday. Y'all be good out there. Take care. If you're a Kings fan, enjoy these three wins in a row. So maybe they'll make it four. We'll see. Like I said, this, we'll, this will be a test in a different way. We'll see what they do with it. So y'all be safe out there and I am gone.